0: Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at a three dollar a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of upstairs studio podcasts like the Childcare Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, The Renegade Rules Podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Space. The final frontier. These are the adventures of the exploratory space vessel Light Puppy. Its ongoing mission? To explore strange new worlds, to engage with freaky life forms, and to boldly try to bring back most of the crew alive. Last time on Miss Becky's Classroom.
1: Put on your dress uniform. That would be the best thing to do. That's a little more with the sash and your medals.
0: Captain, your meeting is in five minutes. It is a four-minute okay. walk to the to the cafeteria.
1: Good thing I'm a cyborg
2: and I don't have to wear clothes, and I could just put the sash on. Let's go.
0: Now let's pick up our story. <clears throat> so, Commander Amanda, captain of the Mud Puppy, is headed to the cafeteria wearing nothing but a sash because she didn't have time to put on her whole dress uniform it doesn't really matter she's a cyborg um to meet with the mouse king because her ship has been taken over by mice since she gave away all of the ship's cats except save one Becky's cat to satisfy the crystalline space cloud entity Um, The mice have been really recreating at a, a drastic speed, and there are approximately 7 million mice on the ship as this meeting takes place. And so, Commander Amanda, you walk into the cafeteria, and there are just tens of thousands of mice they're on the light fixtures, they're on the leaves of the plants, they're, they're in the window ledges, they're on the tables. There's probably two dozen crew members, including uh, security Offer, officer Clint McClintock, the beefy raccoonicorn dude, uh, and, and your uh, apparently only friend on the ship so far, uh, Dr. Claire, uh, uh, Dr. Claire uh, Mesher, the chief science officer. And so, so you walk in and head to a table that's set up in the middle of the room, and you sit down, and you just kind of look around, and then you hear, <laughs> and then this mouse voice says, now presenting the right honorable mouse king, Henry VIII he is, Henry VIII, king of the mice. Oh, there's a lot of dander here. And then all the mice stand up and, and they pull little toothpick swords out of their belts and they, they, they raise, their, raise their toothpick swords up and they yell,
3: King of the Mice! King of the Mice!
0: and then he comes walking in the door is open and you look down and there's just this little mouse guy walking on two legs and he he walks just uh, he's walking fast for a mouse but it like takes half an hour it seems like for him to get across the uh, the cafeteria yeah. And then he, he scurries up the leg of the table and hops up on the tabletop. Uh, there's a, a, little, a little chair made out of a, a, a little hunk of cardboard and some, some fluff. It looks like yarn. Actually, it looks like yarn chewed off of a ball of yarn from your quarters. But uh, you don't say anything because you want to keep these, uh, this meeting cordial. And he, he, he sits down. Uh, one of his little mouse guards hands him a, a little beverage and a thimble that also looks very familiar and, uh, he says,
3: Oh, hello, captain. Nice to meet you. I'm
2: Henry. Hi, hi. Uh, uh, Henry, your, your, your honorable King Henry, the eighth. You can just call me Henry. Thank you, Henry. I have a very long lifespan. So the whole title thing eats up a lot of time. Got it. Um, okay. I'm just going to get to the point, Henry. Um, I understand that you have had sort of a renaissance time, uh, a a reawakening, a revolution on the ship, but the problem is um, uh, I was told by um, some reports that I read on my comm this morning Mm -hmm. um, that the weight of your population is too great for the ESV mud puppy to carry. And we've been thinking about a solution to that. Oh, that's great. Because that's why we started these diplomatic proceedings so that we could come to, come to a solution to, you know, I, can I, can I be honest with you, Henry? Yeah, sure. Um, not me. Mm-hmm. I had no part in this. But um, some people kind of just wanted to space all the mice. Space us? Yeah, just kind of oh, like...
3: Transport us into space? Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. You don't have a transporter like
2: Starfleet. Uh, I, 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 Yeah, I mean, we don't, but... I mean i wouldn't do that anyways because yeah
3: um so would you like to hear our solution
2: i yeah i thought you'd be more impressed with my
3: oh not wanting to kill us yeah well um here our solution is that all you humans leave uh there 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 are a number of you here but if you leave we will have a a enough control of the ship to navigate it to a planet nearby where we will not only uh, begin to live but we will take over your ship and start our own fleet so uh our plan is to just kind of uh just as you die from our dander to just kind of uh uh let's say recycle you uh and uh and eventually I- i'm just saying we're gonna outlive you
2: Uh, that's unfortunate. It's not really, like, I was kind of hoping for a solution where, like, you guys got something, we got something. Like, we were just by this asteroid.
3: You can can take a shuttle and get off before you die.
2: I don't necessarily think that's what's going to work for us. Hmm. Because, like, I don't, I don't know how it works in your kingdom i guess yeah. um but um ugh, my name's on the insurance form for this mm-hmm. spacecraft and so i don't think it would transfer to you i'm just thinking about you know like if there's a fender bender or something happens like you wouldn't yeah, be I, covered I by the concern. policy but
3: uh, i mean think of it like space pirates space pirate takes over your ship um they're not going to worry about the insurance, and then neither would we. We've set up our own uh, kind of adjustments program, so I think we'd, I think we'd be covered.
2: Um, anyway, when are you planning on leaving? Yeah, we're not. We're going to kind of like. We're on this mission, and we've got some like objectives and plans and things that we're, we've got to do. It's on my comm. Um, so I think we'll just. We, Did you just learn I'm, the word comm? You said you said, I don't, I don't think that's uh, per, pertinent to oh, okay. the diplomatic proceedings that are happening here. Um, Prime, what Prime are you?
0: Yes, Captain.
2: I don't know what you think, maybe. Um,
0: I think it would be detrimental you're if we gave the ship over to these little rodents. That is not part oh. of the Prime directive.
2: Well, I wouldn't say rodents.
0: They are technically rodents, Captain. You can look I at think, them when you're calm.
2: I think uh, they prefer to be Henry. Do you have a, a preference? Of... Oh, no, rodents, fine. Oh, we're not... OK. Yeah, rodents. We're not, we're not all woke and shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, excuse me. Um, OK, so I think maybe like we're at the point where we might just take a, a intermission, if you will, a lunch um mm. yes well Claire, was that you
3: i think yeah. we have other plans and then he says attack <laughs> and all Fuck. those tens of thousands of mice
0: pull their little toothpick size swords out and and start attacking the 20 or so crew members that you have on on the uh in the cafeteria with you and uh Clint McClintock, your security officer, the beefy raccoonicorn, leaps in front of you right as the the king is lunging at you with his sword, and uh, and he swoops you up in his arms and and whisks you out of the cafeteria, stepping on probably eight dozen mice uh, on his uh, on his uh, his retreat. Uh, Claire is right behind, and three or four other staff members make it out of the cafeteria before the doors close behind them, and then you you. Uh, you hear well. You ask Prime to open a channel, and he opens he opens up uh, communication, so you can hear what's going on in the cafeteria. And it's just it's just a bloodbath. There's lots of lots of mouth uh, screaming, and and eventually you know that the other, we'll say, fifteen or so uh, staff members that you've you'd left in there have been have been toothpicked to death by the by the tens of thousands of mice.
3: Oh my god.
2: How strong are these flipping toothpicks?
0: Well, I mean, imagine getting <laughs> stabbed by, by a thousand little toothpicks all at once. You, I mean, it's, it's death by a, a thousand cuts. You'd start bleeding out. That's just what happened, sorry. Uh, Captain.
2: Yeah, Prime, this would is. Like
0: to, would you like me to remove the oxygen from the cafeteria?
2: Yeah, I think, Prime, you just need to deal with this. This is what, yeah, do it, Captain, B- engage ca- <laughs> <laughs> Captain,
0: I don't have authority to do that. you're in command of the ship, and handing over power to me would be a mistake.
2: makes sense, thanks, girl. I love that you've got my back, all right, uh security uh,
0: yeah, captain, clint Captain, uh. Uh could I negotiate with the little fuckers?
2: Yeah, have at it. I is that a good idea do you know them?
0: Well, no, but um you um look, Captain is as, as as beautiful as your eyes are. <laughs> you're you're coming off as kind of a weak leader and Mm. These, uh, these little critters are used to deal, dealing with carn- carnivores you know them kitty cats uh, them kitty cats might be all nice and cuddly to us humans but they're, they're stone cold killers for the mice and so I think maybe the only thing these fuckers understand is a little bit of aggression so if, uh, if me and some of the boys maybe uh, take out part of their crew maybe we could uh, get them back to the negotiating table Let's do it. Yes, Captain.
2: They took they took fifteen of our men. And he show winks. no mercy.
0: He winks at you and and turns around and he says, uh, "We'll take care of it."
2: What the hell, Claire? What does he have dander in his eye? It
1: it, it could be, but I think it's just just Clint's little thing. Says, "Hey, I you, gotcha. Little
0: <clears throat> so, Captain. Would you like me to uh, read passages from his diary for you?
2: Oh, I can, oh, That's them a little... you,
0: I can transfer to them the... to your comm.
2: Yeah. Put it on the comm. Just don't announce it. Just
0: Yes, Captain. Send... They'll be there for your browsing whenever you're ready. And so you're the best. <laughs> Clint goes off and Clint gets uh, his security crew and they go on a mouse stomping rampage throughout the ship. Uh, basically they 're walking around with uh, uh, they replicated a bunch of wooden mallets in uh, at the replicator and they 're just walking around just stomping mice and hammering mice and it it is it is a little bit gory if you 're a big fan of uh, of mice uh, um, you i mean we 're not going to go into too much detail uh <laughs> And about 45 minutes later, he shows up at your quarters and bleep, bleep. Uh, enter. Uh, yeah, Captain. Um, yes. The mice are ready to come back to the negotiating table. Uh, they currently actually have a, a new leader because <laughs> I took the head of Henry. And you look what? at Clint. He's got this, he's got this sash uh of of interwoven mouse tails across him just just all of his kills and uh it it looks pretty gruesome but also a little bit sexy um (laughs) and and so uh there he says their their new leader mickey would like to uh to meet you um here in your quarters if that's okay just a mano-a-mano kind of meeting you can each bring one uh one one uh one officer with you for security but uh uh we're hoping it'll kind of prevent the situation we had in the cafeteria earlier.
2: Do I pick you or Claire? Do I I it's cuz well, like you're security but she's like my bestie. Yeah, she is. Kind of my, I, little, little, now she's too, my my bestie. That's a little too. She's like my mentor.
0: Uh yeah, well, it's um,
2: a professional thing.
0: Yeah, well, you you can talk to yourself or the computer or something about that. I just need to know if you want to set up a meeting.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Okay, what what time?
2: Uh, Time available on my schedule.
0: Yeah, okay, we'll put that at 1,400 hours. Just let me know if you need me here or or whatever you like, Captain. And he turns around, winks at you. Um, before turning around and, and, and leaves.
2: Hey, Claire. Serious hey. question.
0: Yes, captain. Claire in the room. Or are you talking on the intercom?
2: <laughs> no, she's in the
0: room. Oh, okay.
2: Cause we like, we came back together uh-huh. and we were like, blood and the gore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think it's weird that I find clothes optional now that I'm a cyborg? It's just, like, I've only been a cyborg for about eight weeks or so, and, like, I don't know, like, it kind of feels like clothing already, like, I don't have bits out, but then today I kind of felt underdressed at the meeting, and maybe that's why the, the Rat King didn't take me seriously
1: if If you are comfortable in your skin and there is no bits, did you see that you have little little buttons under on the panel on your uh, up on your right hand side of your unif of your cyborg thing and you can change the color of your appearance? You know I've
2: been a little bit afraid of this body
1: uh.
2: um, I haven't really explored it like I should. Um, I don't know. It's probably like just there's been a lot of change and
0: (sighs) Captain Captain, your meeting with the new Mouse King is in 15 minutes. Oh god damn
1: it. I just don't understand. Yeah, Claire. Mm -hmm. Captain, am I allowed to touch your person for a moment please? Oh, yeah, anytime. Oh, okay. So Claire reaches over and she pushes in a little code and and Amanda doesn't even have to put a clothes on. Her uniform is already programmed into her.
2: That's the most amazing thing anyone's ever done for me, Claire. I just, it was so gentle and (laughs) beautiful. It was rather electric,
0: Yes. Captain, your meeting is in seven minutes.
2: Wasn't it's fine. Fourteen okay.
0: hours, Captain.
2: Yeah. What should I have like tea? I don't know the etiquette for this. It's not. I was looking at the com, and it didn't have kind of a detailed description of the report of what I should do
0: captain Tea? part of part of being the Captain is deciding what to do, um, Captain. I understand from the stories you 've told recently that you 're only eighteen years old. Uh, the nose job happened for your eighteenth birthday, and that was apparently eight weeks ago, so you are the youngest the youngest commanding officer in the fleet, and I understand <laughs> how the decision making might be might be a new experience to you since uh, from what I can tell in, your, in your, your history, you've never done things like held a job or paid rent before. So okay. this is a big decision to make, but in four minutes, the new Mouse King is going to be here, and you should really have some sort of plan to present more bloodshed.
2: Prime, who would you pick? I trust you. Pick, You're like,
0: pick for what, Captain?
2: Who's going to be here in the meeting to do pick the parlay? It's Captain, gonna it's be clear.
0: It's going to have yeah, to be clear be, because the mouse is here. Okay.
2: Uh, <clears throat> enter.
0: And the door opens and you look down and there's this little mouse with this slightly littler mouse. He's uh he's wearing red shorts and white gloves.
3: <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> Hi Hi, Captain Claire. It's me, Mickey. Uh, no
1: no, that's Captain Amanda.
3: I've just been king for a little while I get confused So you, you're the captain You look
2: very young I I am I actually thought that I was older But Well I'm um, only about 12 weeks old So we've got that going I feel ya Mickey, it's really nice to meet you We'd like to um, There's This war has been Unfortunate for both sides. There have been losses on both sides, that's for sure. There have been. And it's not what I wanted. I didn't want any mouse bloodshed.
3: Nor do I. I would like to set up a magical kingdom.
2: You would. Now that is just intriguing. Just kind of a, a
3: magical <clears throat> land where my people and I can live together in peace and harmony.
2: I I heard there's a a land. It's called Disneyland, and and maybe it would be a beautiful place for you and your mouse people to live.
3: That sounds good, but it could violate
2: some copyrights. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like two words. It's the Disneyland.
3: Um, <laughs> actually, we gained access to. Scanners and there was a there was a a asteroid that you were visiting not too long ago that
2: that we think would be perfect for us. It's quite large, it has lots of resources. I literally suggested that to your previous king. Oh, and he, fucker, he killed die. everybody. He did ha- He was a menace. Yeah. He was, you know, I didn't like him either. I like you a lot, Mickey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So maybe we just give you like a little ride over there? Oh sure. Um do you think you could all fit on one of the little um space Crash? shuttles? Shuttles, shuttles, space shuttles. Thank you, Science Officer Claire.
3: Well you're, you're- here's the deal. Our uh, our our engineers have come up with the designs for for our own space fleet. And we're hoping that maybe you could use your replicator to create them for us because we haven't hacked your codes yet. <gasps> and we could just fly that... off by ourselves.
2: Prime, are you there?
0: Yes, Captain.
2: Uh, do you think that's possible?
0: Yes, Captain.
2: Do you think that's advisable?
0: You're the decision maker, Captain.
2: Claire, do you think that's advisable? I think it's fine. I think it's a good idea. I feel like I feel like we're making friends in the universe. Making connections.
0: Yes, Captain.
2: That we can come back to. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to replicate your little ships and I think then we can part on good terms, Mickey. Oh, it sounds delightful.
0: And he reaches up his little white glove to shake hands with you and uh and and you guys shake and then he's like
3: oh it seems like you do a lot of textile work in here
2: i do i um i'm a, a fiber artist if you will oh, i looks, have an etsy shop it if looks, you want oh, my card really? oh thank yeah you. and he takes yeah, your he takes
0: your card it's about as tall as he is but he puts it in his pocket it just it like fits um in his little red shorts and uh he's like show me around and uh, you put you put prime together on on replicating the ships and and just out, out the window of your your captain's quarters because you know you got the you got the best view you've got like a, a glass skylight so you can see all kinds of stuff and and you just see these little ships start bloop 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 outside your window just these cute little ships um, different sizes there's little mouse fighter ships and there's little mouse transport ships and there's little mouse science ships and and all of this happens and. And, uh, and, and a few minutes later, uh, prime reports that, that, uh, the, the mice are starting to transport onto their new ships and the, the first wave takes off. You give them the coordinates of the, of the asteroid. Hold
2: on. Yeah. Do they have a transporter?
0: Do the mice have a transporter?
2: Yeah, you just said that they tra- they they were transporting to the apparently the mice
0: do have a transporter. God um, damn it! So the mice, <laughs> the mice transport <laughs> onto their ships and and uh, and start off, and then Mickey says,
3: "Well, I guess it's time for me to go."
0: And uh, he waves, and then you see him. He just kind of turns into light and and disappears. And then you see all these. I mean, there's hundreds of them. Hundreds of these little mouse ships fire up their engines, and then. Pew, 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 off towards that asteroid with your your friends, the giant spider, now, will your friends, the giant spiders, get along with their blasters, get along with the the five ten million uh, space mice that are coming to visit? Um, who knows
2: I, I think so I think like we 're friends, and I think they 'll be friends, like the friend of my friend is my friend
0: mm-hmm. do you Do you get in touch with uh, Luigi? and or mario and let them know that uh you've given their asteroid doorway? you know,
2: it was kind of a funny story um i don't know if you guys remember but i gave them my phone number and card
0: oh and you didn't get their information but
2: i didn't get theirs uh, because the wi-fi was down because of the meteor yeah. shower thing
0: yeah and it was
2: unfortunate and like a little bit weird and sketchy it's gonna be fine i'm sure it'll be fine mickey has my card Uh uh-huh we're good
0: yeah i i I mean i'm sure if anything happens we'll check in on it at some point um yeah so you're feeling pretty good about yourself uh prime says captain there are no more mice left on the ship
2: that's convenient
0: air quality has in pre- increased 16% in the last seven minutes.
2: Good, good. Make sure that um, the... Uh, Samuel
0: changes Samuel? the air filters. Yeah. Yes, Samuel, Samuel, Sp- Samuel Hill will... Samuel spark will,
2: yeah. Well,
0: he, the, he's on it. He's a very dedicated engineer who we will spend time with in a future episode, Captain. Um, and so what are you ladies uh, doing for the rest of the evening? I mean, this meeting was at uh, 1,400 hours, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It took a couple of hours to replicate the, the ships. And so it's probably only about 6, 7 o'clock in the evening right now.
2: I say dinner and drinks, Claire. I'm ready for I concur. one of those big deep-fried onion things and some margaritas
0: and so are you heading uh to the cafeteria or to the the (laughs) the cafeteria
1: cafeteria is out of commission (laughs) i don't think
2: i don't think anybody's going to the cafeteria for a while because there's
0: also the 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 ship lounge which is kind of a nice a nightclub kind of uh a setup and yeah and so you you sit there. You guys get a table for for two. You're sitting by the window. There's a nice view. The way the way they always do on the starships. Uh, you order your um, what's it called? Your onion thing. Your space onion.
2: My space onion your and space the
0: onion with the asteroid dip or whatever it is, and and uh, that's good. You've got a couple uh, weird colored drinks because it's space. They're space drinks, and uh, you're two or three drinks in and then clint walks up and he's 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 in his uniform his uh his his horn looks very shiny uh and he walks up and says captain um i'm very impressed by the way you handled the situation thank you for letting me play the small part that i played in it
2: i'm honestly really shocked by this um I kinda of thought like you didn't think I was a good captain.
0: Well, Captain we did have four deaths. Oh. And well that
2: I thought there was fifteen people stuck in there. Did some of them live?
0: Oh yeah. I I uh, my calm, there is some mustard on the on my comm. Uh, it there was fifteen, not, not not four. Yeah. Um yeah, fifteen dead. Um mm. Um, anyway, Captain, um, I uh, um, your eyes. Um, I apologize. That's I'm, I'm out of order. I I, I better go. Um, I I apologize. May I be dismissed? Yes. And and he turns around and and winks at you again before <laughs> before walking off. He does that turn around and he over, looks over back over his shoulder and winks. And uh, and walks off. He, swear to God, he gets about ten, fifteen foot away, and he looks over his shoulder again, and gives you a gives you a kind of a gives you a glance.
2: I do you think he's he okay, can, Claire? I think he really likes you. Oh, mm-hmm. So the reports, he 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 thought he didn't want to. Rip- he didn't want to. Give me a report. He wanted to
1: give, give you, you, a you a report. Yes. Did you see that how shiny really his? Th- his th- see how his shiny th- his th- horn th- was. He really it polished really... that up for you. <laughs>
2: he must have been working on that for a while.
1: Yeah, and that's where we'll end it.
0: Thanks for listening. If you like the show, share the show, unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.
3: (laughs) Oh.